Hey guys, listen up. This is the SEC Insider Hit, powered by Miss Kelly Furniture, Mississippi's number one, number one sleep store. Uh, we'll talk to Tom Luganville about how and why Kirby Smart runs college football now. And uh, he's taken that away from the mighty Nick Saban and Alabama Crimson Tide. We are the Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, brought to you by American Made Tito's Vodka, Briarwood Wine and Spirits. Pick up some Tito's Vodka for the weekend. Please drink responsibly. Show is also presented by Fleetway Market with over 25 locations in Mississippi. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. Don't forget about the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. Uh, This is ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, Our guests join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. This uh, This is Kirby Smart explaining why they've dominated college football. We have a saying around our place, we eat off the floor. And if you're willing to eat off the floor, you can be special. Tom, why do you think Alabama's not willing to eat off the floor? Oh, Alabama's willing to eat off the floor. <laughs> what the, what, let me tell you what happened, though, is when Kirby got to Georgia, every corner he looked around, something wasn't happening that was happening at Alabama. So he had to go in there and say, hey, guys, you know, Alabama's got this. Clemson's got this. We had this at Alabama. We had that at Alabama. You want to beat Alabama, you got to play with the same deck of cards. And at the end of the day, that's, that's ultimately what it came down to. I mean, we're talking about manpower, staffing, uh, recruiting budget, facilities upgrades, uh, all kinds of stuff that was lacking at a place like Georgia, and you'd say, no way. How can that be? How can that be? But it was. Now it's not now. So now that they've got all of those sorts of things, they can compete with anybody in the land. And when he says we got to be willing to eat off the floor, essentially what he's saying is you got to be you got to be that hungry, right? You have to be that starved for success to be willing to eat off the floor. And can he keep it going after two shiny national championship rings? Can they keep the edge in the off season? Saban's fought that for the last fourteen years or so. Um, Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. I also think that uh, Saban went too far on the offensive side of the football, Tom. Um, I very much understand what he did with Kiffin and Sark, and it was the right move to a certain extent. But what you have to tip your cap to with Kirby is he's still ground. He's playing 2011 Alabama football, and he's playing it and winning championships. They'll still... They're still smash mouth football with the ability to play action and get you downfield after they wear you down. Yeah. And he also rests his defense more. I just wonder if they tuned up that offense too much and went away because Alabama no longer has a dominant running game, and Georgia does, Luke. Yeah, you know, it, it's interesting. I think Alabama kind of had to play to their personnel, uh, particularly last year. And the personnel told, and the last, really the last two years, the, the personnel told them that were better in the passing game than they were in the run game. So let's focus on that. So how do you fix that? How do you get back to that? Um, I I think it's through recruiting. And listen, everybody's going to miss in recruiting, even Alabama, okay? They're going to miss too. Georgia's going to miss. The best of the best are going to miss. 
but there seems there there after Evan Neal departed from Alabama, that's when you started to kind of see that they weren't quite the same football team up front, right? They they didn't have the same depth, they didn't have the same quality of play, and I think it took away from their overall physicality in terms of to your point what their demeanor is or what they want it to be or what it had been since Nick Saban arrived there. And they've got to get, they've got to get back to that. Now, I will say this. I think there will be hyper-focus on the run game, particularly early, because they've got to break in a new quarterback. And the same could be said for Georgia. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot and believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Z-Biotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I would think Tommy Reese is going to go with a more, just a little bit, more smash mouth approach. I mean, I think Saban gets that, that they went away from it. And Kirby embraced it. Said, no, 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 we're going to still win like the 2011 way, which I think is is brilliant in the end, even though it's not as high-flying and fun as the Kiffin Sark stuff. At uh, And maybe yeah. Kirby, because he was there, realized, hey, man, you can't run my defense like this. And it's fun to always want to score in three plays, but uh, we're going to... We're going to grind it out some so that in the fourth quarter, we've just absolutely physically whipped you. Your thoughts? Well, I think the one counter to that would be Georgia has not been dynamic in any way, shape, or form at quarterback under Kirby Smart. No doubt. And the last two to three, yeah, the last two to three iterations of Alabama, they've been really dynamic. So that in and of itself changes your philosophy, right? That, that just that part of it put you in a position where you know you can do some things on offense that, you know, uh, a Jake Fromm is never going to be able to do. So I, I think that's part of I think that's part of it. Too. Okay, hang now, on. Think about this, Let me right? jump in. But what, what yeah. does that say, Lukes, when the most talented quarterback, in my opinion, that Alabama's ever had, as far as throwing the football, in Bryce Young, even more so than Tua, I believe, 
uh, the most talented QB couldn't win the national championship. And yet Georgia's over here winning with a walk-on that most people thought would be playing at North Central Florida Community College. Yeah, right. That tells me that they didn't recruit the quarterback position very well. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, your walk-on's beating out your scholarship guys. What, 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 is that, what does that tell you? And let's not forget, when they signed Justin Fields, they were coming off of a totally unexpected national championship appearance. So what are you going to do, Ben Shake Throm? I mean, give me a break. I mean, the timing of that was so bad for Georgia and for Justin Fields, and then obviously it worked out for both, for both program and player as they, as they parted ways. Um, but that, that, I'll, I'll be the first one to say, and I could be way off base here, um, but I was not a Carson Beck fan coming out of high school. Um, I thought Brock Grant, Grant of Vith, uh, Vander Griffith, excuse me, had some ability, but he played at a really, really low level of competition at a private school. And I just wasn't, I, I'm, I'm curious to see what the drop off is going to be. Now that whoever the quarterback is, is going to have really good players around. Him. I mean, that's, that's a huge part of the success that these quarterbacks are likely going to endure well, is because they're going to have personnel around them. Right. Where I was going is it's an indictment on Alabama that they couldn't win with their most talented quarterback in the history of their program. And I think it's because yeah, they've lost that. that toughness. Now, I don't know if the Scott Cox, sometimes we make too much of losing valuable people in an organization. Uh-huh. And sometimes I think we're, we're spot on. You know, I don't know if losing Scott Cochran really took that edge, that toughness, that because they, your 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 strength and conditioning guy spends more time than anybody else with the team. Sure. I don't know, but I know this: they they haven't been as intimidating, they haven't been what they need to at the line of scrimmage, and they hadn't been able to rip off two hundred and twenty yards on the ground when they need to, especially playing really good teams. That tells me something, Luke. I would say this, though, if Jamison Williams doesn't get hurt, that game, if you do remember how that game began, do you remember how that thing started? And Georgia could not, they could not double team Jamison Williams. True. And Alabama was going up and down the field on him. All of a sudden, he goes down the whole entire game, James. True, true. And so that, that was a component, not to take away from Georgia, but people forget how that game started and oh, yeah. the struggles Georgia was having on defense to match up. But, you know, you use the term indictment, and I, I, fair or unfair, that's the position this program has put themselves in. No matter what they do now, everything's going to be uber-scrutinized, right? Over-scrutinized. They're going to take undue criticism that wouldn't be applied to most programs because, and I've said this to you before, we become so conditioned to seeing a program like Alabama make it look easy that when there's one flaw or something doesn't quite go right, it's so over-magnified with them way more than it is for anybody else. I mean, look at what happened to Clemson not just two years ago, but last year. Do you remember when they started off, what, they saw four and five? or uh, No, 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 no. No, they were, they were four and three two years ago. They ended up finishing ten and three. They're four and three. You would have thought the, the end of the program, it was over. The program was done. <laughs> Clemson was – it was over. Well, does anybody – if they start off four and three six years before that, is anybody freaking out? No. Right. So you become a victim of your own success. And in today's climate, Bo, with social media and the access to fans and boosters and alumni and critics and, and the media and everybody has to voice their opinion about your program, 
It just, to me, it gets over magnified. Now, that's the nature of the business, but they, for all the success that an Alabama has, they also take far more criticism than they're due. True. 